This episode is sponsored by Lahuria Studio, which are, in my humble opinion, the greatest tanning products on the market. Use the code YOURPOWER10 for 10% off at checkout. Welcome to Your Power with M. Rose, the unfiltered behind the scenes of business, modern personal development, and creating your dream life. I am M. Rose, and here we talk about all things business, life, relationships, mindset, and manifestation. So if you are ready to step into your power, then you are in the right place. Hello, you wonderful human, and welcome to another episode. I am so happy to have you here. In today's episode, I got to interview the absolute inspiration that is Brenda Gaffney. She is the owner of Blossom and Glow and someone who has been around your power since the very beginning. We have known each other for 12 months now, and 12 months ago was when we did our very first journal prompt challenge together, where she gave me a list of things that she wanted to achieve. She was in a place where her mental health was challenging, and she was navigating that as well as a pandemic in a time where all she wanted to do was grow her business and build the vision that she had for her business. In the 12 months since then, she has achieved every goal she set with me, including training others in the services that she provides, being fully booked in her business. And just last month, she was invited to attend an exclusive training program in Italy with the owners of international brand Inlay. In this episode, Brenda talks about how she manages her mental health with a thriving business, how she identifies and overcome self-doubt and the comparison trap and her best advice for those who find that they may face the same thing. Before we get into the episode, I wanted to give a quick little plug for my good friend Ash, who you would have met in a recent episode, episode 29, if you've not yet listened. In that episode, she talked about her course launch, which is happening next week. So exciting. And I managed to talk her into giving me a little discount code because I got so many messages from you guys wanting to know more about it after that episode. So I have had a sneak peek into the course and I actually cannot wait to do it myself. She goes through absolutely everything that you need to know about starting and running an online business. It's actually going to be a beneficial course for any business owner, whether you are online or not, because she goes through all things social media, how to nail your socials and how to really put together a thriving plan for your socials. Ash runs a six-figure business in social media and knows her shit. She has spent the last few years going through it all and has created a course so that you don't have to go through it too. You just get the blueprint handed to you on a silver platter and you will be well on your way to making that income from wherever you want to be in the world. She has given me a code to get you $150 off the price of the course, which is pretty fucking amazing. So I will pop the link and my code MROSE in the show notes so that you can pop yourself on the wait list to get the course at a discounted price, as well as the extra $150 off. Okay, without further ado, let's bring in Brenda. Welcome, Brenda. Thank you. So excited to be on. I'm so excited to have you. Brenda and I have just had some um, technical difficulties, so we can't actually <laughs> see each other, which is sad, but sad. we're just, just chatting on the phone. Yep. <laughs> How are you? How are you going? I'm good. Yeah, doing well. I've just had like all of this time off because 
I've had COVID and my husband's had COVID. So it's just been like a crazy couple of weeks. Yeah. So I'm very busy catching up on all these reschedules and just getting back to normality. So yeah, I've yeah seen, it's been good. I've seen on socials, you've just been trying to squeeze everyone in. <laughs> yes. Yes. So it's a crazy time, but it's good. Uh, well, before we get into any questions, I do have two questions that I like to ask every guest. Mm-hmm. And the first one is, what did you want to be when you grew up? Okay. I have like a really like embarrassing answer for this Um, because I was just a bit of a weird child. So when I was younger, me and my mum would always go to like the butcher and there was something about the way that they just like flipped the bags inside out and like grabbed the meat and weighed it. And I was like, wow, that just looks so fun. So I really wanted to be a butcher, which is so gross. Oh, my God. (laughs) And like embarrassing. But, yeah, butcher was my dream job when I was like five. (laughs) That's so funny. Was it like – was it like the cutting of the meat or like just the, the weighing part? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like the weighing of the bags and they would like flip the bag inside out. You know when they like use the bag like as a glove and like yeah. flip it? I don't know what it was about that. I just thought that that was so cool. So that was my like childhood dream job. But um, I guess as I got older, like I always like had different things. I wanted to be an actress and then I wanted to be a teacher and then I wanted to be a florist and like just like a million different things because I guess yeah. I was never super sure like what I loved mm-hmm. um but I do remember being like I don't know maybe it was like 10 or 11 and I remember writing in my diary because I was a big diary writer when I was little mm-hmm. um that I wanted to be a business owner and I was like I don't know what sort of business I want to have but I know that I want to have my own business so that's pretty cool to like remember that now and be like oh that actually happened yeah that's so cool do you still have that diary yeah I was probably at my parents house somewhere I need to like find it but I I remember writing that down so that is so cool yeah I love that it was you were like manifesting from a young age (laughs) that's it yeah and obviously you are a business owner now we'll get into that in a second but my second question is what is your craziest business story okay I have actually been really blessed. I'm so lucky that I've not had anything like insanely wild happen to me, but also that's kind of scary because it means that Something something's going to happen to you at some point. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I can tell you like just something sort of hectic and yeah, something that I guess taught me a lesson that was yeah, yeah a bit crazy. So when I first started my business, you know, when you first start and you're trying to gain clients and you kind of take as many people as possible and you bend over backwards for everyone basically because you're kind of desperate to have as many clients as possible. Mm-hmm. So I had some clients in the morning and I had one client that had her graduation and her formal on like that week, but she had just broken her leg. So she was like, oh, do you think you could come to my house and do my brows? And I was like, okay, like, yeah, sure. Like I can do that. My bed was foldable. So I was like, okay, sure. Like I'll just pack everything up, go to her house. I wasn't as busy. So I could, yeah, I had the time to do that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I started packing up all my stuff. I like folded up the bed, get all like the wax pot in this like plastic, like zip up carry case thing. And because I'd used the wax in the morning, it was already kind of warm. You can probably see where this is going. Um, So it was in the pot. And then I'm like, you know, trying to carry the bag, carry the bed, carry it all to the car. And somehow like on the way, the wax pot like spilled all in the bag. And I had other stuff in the bag. Like I had the solution, like post-wax solution and the spoolies and whatever. Mm. Wax is on like everything. And I'm like, gosh this is a nightmare and if you've ever got wax on anything that it's not meant to be on you know it's like (laughs) it's so hard to clean like oh my gosh it's a nightmare so yeah that was really annoying so I'm calling and I'm like I'm so sorry like I'm gonna be late there's wax like all over my stuff anyways after that I was like I'm never gonna do a mobile client ever again yeah that's but because I'm an idiot 
<laughs> a couple of weeks later, I had another client. I'm pretty sure she was like heavily pregnant or something. And she's like, do you think you can come to my house? Like I'm going to be in labor soon, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, fine. I'll go to this girl's house. It's fine. <laughs> so this time Ethan, my husband, he takes me and, you know, pack up all my stuff again, whatever, do her brows, walk back to the car. And Ethan's like, uh, the car's like overheated. And I think like it's broken down. So there's like smoke coming out of the car. I was like, okay, this is great. So we had like a really old car back then. So it was always giving us troubles. So, um, Long story short, my client's mum ended up driving us home, <laughs> which is so embarrassing and unprofessional. And I'm like, this, I should have learned last time, but I didn't. So this was like the last one. I was like, never again. I'm oh, not doing my clients. So <laughs> it just doesn't work for me. So The universe is just like telling you over and over, you are not meant to be a mobile client. Mobile exactly. Client. <laughs> yes. And I'm like a clumsy person. So I just should have known. So I was like, yeah. no, never doing that again after that second time. <laughs> but you finally got the hint. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So I'm going to ask, I'm going to say Blossom and Glow is not a mobile business. <laughs> Absolutely not. Home business only. You can come to me. <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, tell us, tell us about Blossom and Glow. What do you do? Who are you? What is Blossom and Glow? So my name is Brenda Gaffney. I'm 25 and I'm I own Blossom and Glow. So it's a home-based uh, lash and brow studio. And I'm in Borkham Hills in New South Wales. At the moment, I specialize in lash lips and brow lamination and I also do like brow tinting and waxing and that sort of thing. So I started my business about three years ago and I started or I did started my diploma of beauty therapy in 2019 and in that diploma you do like so many different things like makeup and body waxing and facials and yeah the whole lot but I guess lashes and brows were sort of like one of the first ish modules that we did and as soon as we started that I was like oh my gosh this is so fun I love doing people's brows I love like the whole lash and brow thing. I just thought it was so fun. So I just decided to start doing some clients from home. I was still, so I was doing school and I was working in retail and then like on spare evenings, I was just trying to fit in work friends or my sisters or friends, whatever, you know, just trying to fit people in where I could. And yeah, and I even forgot about this. When I first started, I also did like leg waxing and stuff, which I hated doing. And over time, you know, I realized I don't actually have to do those things. I'm my own business owner, so I can choose what I want to do. Um, so yeah, quickly got rid of that. And yeah, now I just focus on lash and brow, which is so fun. And I love doing it. I work from home, like I said. But yeah, when I first started, I was at my parents' house and it was just like a spare room that I had there and nothing fancy at all. Like looking back on like, I can't believe people kept coming back to me because it was not like a nice setup, anything at all. But you know, we all start somewhere. Must have um, been something about you, Renda. Oh, <laughs> I like to think so. (laughs) Yeah, like it was nothing fancy at all. Like we even had pet chickens and like the chickens would come to the window and like it was just like not a professional setup. But, you know, I guess my work spoke for itself and people kept coming back, which is nice. But, um, yeah, I've remained working from home, which I love. And, yeah, I love my space now. I've got a beautiful pink chair and, yeah, I love what I do. Yeah, I love your space as well. It's so it's so beautiful. It just looks Thank so you. cozy. Thank you. Yeah, it is. I really love it. And um, taking back, like, before you did the diploma, what made you want to get into beauty in the first place? Um, I've always sort of had it in the back of my mind about beauty. Yeah. My mum studied beauty therapy as well when she was younger and she would tell me about it and I'm like, oh, that sounds so fun, just getting to like pamper people all day and do beauty yeah. stuff. You know, it just seemed like the dream for me because I've 
always grown up being like super girly and into all beauty stuff like it's just yeah I was just always into it but I guess I never really, really thought that it could be a job for me um it was more sort of a hobby but I don't know I just looked into it and I was like oh I could actually do a diploma maybe I could work in a salon or something like that and yeah once I started I just kind of started having these ideas of oh I could just work for myself and it just naturally progressed and happened I guess so yeah it was meant to be yeah absolutely <laughs> now we did so you and I have known each other about 12 months now I reckon yeah. um, and we did a little journal prompt challenge together about 12 months ago when we first kind of crossed each other's paths mm-hmm. um, and I went back and listened to some of the voice messages that you sent me in that journal prompt challenge because I have just been watching you just thrive in that 12 months since we've known each other. And I'm just like, I remember all of the things that you said when we first Mm -hmm. did that challenge and like everything that you achieve, I'm like, oh, she said she wanted to do that. And I've just been like, (laughs) that's so cute. Thank you. (laughs) But I wanted to, I'm just going to play this voice message from you because I'm just so excited to see. So embarrassing probably, but okay. (laughs) And these are two more like practical goals, I guess, that I'm working towards which relate to my business. One of them is to be fully booked because it's been quite a slow period the last few months and it has once again brought me down, but I'm trying not to let it affect me because I know it doesn't change my worth as a person, as a human being. It doesn't deter from how amazing I am as a person. And I hope that doesn't sound like I'm being up myself. But yes, I want to be fully booked. And also I've been working on a lash lift masterclass that I really, really would love to work on more. But a lot of the time it just feels like no one would want to learn from me. Like, you know, I don't have that many people that would want to do that or I don't even know if I can. Like, am I, do I know enough? You know, all those things are sort of creating. But yeah, those two goals I'm also... I guess just like working on and they're just floating around in my head but yeah now in that voice message you know you mentioned that you wanted to you know do this lash lift masterclass and you wanted to educate people but you have all of this self-doubt and you said and I quote no one would want to learn from me now mm-hmm. I believe Brenda <laughs> that you have people who are wanting to learn from you now <laughs> yeah so I mean about when was this? Maybe a couple of months ago, I had a friend in the industry reach out to me and was like, I really want to learn from you. And I want to like, you know, do you offer like one-on-one masterclasses or online or anything like that? Um, Cause she really wanted to introduce brow lamination into her business. It was actually like a massive confidence boost to have someone reach out to me after having those like feelings of self-doubt and feeling like no one want to learn from me, you know, all that sort of thing. And I guess having her reach out to me made me realize like maybe there is something that people see in me that's worth offering to people and people do see me as someone that knows what they're doing and knows their stuff and you know is worth learning from so yeah that was like a massive confidence boost for me so I I put together a um, masterclass for her she lives close to me so she came and we did like a face-to-face training and yeah I put together like a full course for her and had models for her and it was so much fun and I loved doing it and I guess doing that really like confirmed to me like 
this is something I love doing. I've always sort of naturally been like a leader and I've loved, I don't know, I guess like the Leo in me that I just, yeah, I love being like a leader and like teaching people and all that sort of thing. So yeah, it was really, really fun to do and just confirmed to me that like, yeah, this is definitely a path I want to follow and I want to keep in like going in this like education space with beauty and stuff. So a hundred percent. I think it's so cool that, you know, you still, you haven't officially kind of advertised that you're going to do education and you're, you're not kind of, you haven't put yourself out there and mm-hmm. your, your doubt was like, no one would want to learn from me, but you actually mm-hmm. had someone reach out to you and basically yeah. just ask you to teach them just from, from your work. Like not even, yeah. not even you saying, Hey, I want to teach people like just someone mm-hmm. looking at your work and looking at you and just being like, I want you to teach me. So I'm just so excited for you to actually put yourself out there and be like, yeah. I am going to teach people and yeah. you're just going to thrive. I'm so excited. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And it's just really cool. Like I found, especially in the last year or so, I guess since we spoke as well, like so many goals that I've had or things I put on like a vision board or things I've written down, opportunities have come to me. And I guess we'll talk about some, you know, things later on. So I won't go fully into it, but there's just, yeah, it's amazing that when you actually like focus on something and you're like, I think this is something that I want to do, opportunities really come to you. And to me, it's just like a sign that like, this is something that's right for you. Yeah. And, you know, it's just signs that like, keep going, you're on the right path, like keep following it. So yeah, yeah it's just really amazing when things just start coming together. It's really exciting. <laughs> it's the best feeling ever, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. It's so good. Now, yeah, you just mentioned that you've got, you know, all of those things on your vision board and you had those goals. Another one of the goals that you told me you wanted um, 12 months ago was to be fully booked and you're basically there now, right? Yeah, yeah. What what do you think has contributed to, you know, that being achieved now? Like what have you done in your business and in your in your mindset and in your working towards that? Like what have you done to bring your business to that level? Yeah, I mean, it's been a really crazy year. I guess the last two years with the whole like pandemic, Mm. but especially the last year, like I guess New South Wales had its biggest lockdown, which compares nothing to what you guys had in Melbourne. So I can't even (laughs) imagine what it would have been like. I love how people from Sydney are like not even got not like too even scared to complain about it. (laughs) (laughs) So so I'm like, I don't want to complain too much. (laughs) (laughs) They're just like, if they're speaking to anyone from Melbourne, it's like, oh, but but no, it's okay. I know. We but, know um, you, we'll bite your head off. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to complain too much. But, um, <laughs> yeah, like we had our big lockdown and it was just, I don't know, it was a really hard time but also a really important time for me, I guess, like a really critical part of my personal journey and business journey as well. Because I guess before the lockdown, I wasn't seeing a lot of consistency in my clients and I found it really difficult to find new clients and, yeah, just be fully booked. But one thing that even though I still struggle with is like self-doubt, it's probably one of like my biggest weaknesses in business and just in life in general is that I always doubt myself. But just kind of taking breaks and pushing through that difficulty and then just hyping myself up and coming back stronger than before Yeah. Um, and just yeah just constantly showing up even when it's difficult that's probably the hardest thing to do like so many times in the last three years of having my business that I've just wanted to give up and that I've just thought people don't actually you know like their results my clients aren't actually happy or you know what's the point of doing this if I only have I don't know five clients a week I should just give up and try something else but it's just kind of like taking a break in those times and just 
bringing myself back down to earth and being like, you know what, this business journey is not going to be easy. And if I just keep pushing, I just keep showing up. I know that things are going to get better. So that was just a massive thing for me, just like keeping on going, even though it was difficult. Yeah. Um, and it's so much easier said than done. But that was one of the main things for me. And I guess just being true to myself constantly and just like trying to be as authentic as authentic as possible yeah um not trying to copy anyone just like paving my own path doing what was fun and genuine for me and just like sharing that with others because yeah I think a lot of the time I was trying to do what other people were doing but I found that as soon as I started just like being myself especially on social media which is like a massive help with like marketing for me as soon as I was just like not focusing on what other people were doing and just being authentic to me going with the ideas that I had and just, yeah, putting myself out there, I started to find that my like aligned clients started finding me as well. Yeah. And you are, you are so authentic on social media. Like I just, I definitely think it's a, that's a huge thing that you have done is just you are you and your business is you and you show that in everything that you do. And that's always going to, like you said, attract aligned clients because yeah. you're just doing you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think like just, yeah, once you stop focusing on what other people are doing and comparing yourself, things really, really change. And I know people probably hear that all the time. And I used to hear that and be like, oh yeah, like whatever that happens yeah. to other people and not me. Yeah. But it's actually so true. Like just take inspiration from other people, but not put yourself down and compare yourself to other people so harshly because yeah, then you, your creativity and the things that make your business you are kind of blocked, you know? Yeah. And did you find that you you found yourself in that comparison quite often, you know, when you were first getting started? Oh, so often. And even now, like I still struggle with that all the time, but it's just, you know, trying to fill my social media feed with people that inspire me, not people that I find myself comparing myself with all the time, if that makes sense. Yeah. And just taking time away as well from social media is a massive thing. And just, yeah, going with my own ideas and taking time off because then that's when you have more creativity, I think. For sure. Yeah. You need to give yourself the space to, to have that creative energy. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I'm not going to lie. I fell into a bit of comparison um, with something you did recently. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, And that was you being invited to go and train in Italy with the owners of Inlay. Like, Mm -hmm. Uh, congratulations for starters. I know yeah. I have just been in your DMs just like praising you because I'm just <laughs> so, so excited for you and so inspired by you. Um, Thank you. How, tell us about that. Like, how did you come to be given that opportunity? Like, what was it? Yeah. So, what it was basically was a two day training in Italy with the owners of Inlay, like you said. Um, on lash lips and it was actually pretty crazy it was one of those things like I mentioned before where an opportunity kind of just comes to you yeah. so I'm sorry for anyone listening that wants to know like you know how to <laughs> go on a trip to Italy to train like it wasn't something that I went looking for yeah um, I was just really blessed and lucky to have this opportunity like given to me basically so um, the owner of Browd her name's Alex if you don't know what Browd is it's an Australian brow and lash supplying company so Alex is the owner of Browd and I've been a customer of hers for probably like two years maybe a little bit more yeah I just buy all of my supplies from her and yeah I guess just online we've just sort of been supporting each other's businesses and you know DMing each other here and there and whatever so we kind of had like an online sort of friendship as you do in the industry and yeah she reached out to me at probably the start of the like January 
ish and I was like you know I've been following you for such a long time and I love what you do I love your work and I just see that you're always showing up on your Instagram and I love your work ethic and yeah I guess she just liked me and <laughs> what I was doing yeah um and she was like yeah I'm gonna be going to Italy because she was doing some like business stuff with inlay um because she stocks their products mm. and she's like yeah I was just wondering if you'd be interested in coming with me and doing a two-day training course with them and I was like um yes that sounds amazing <laughs> how could I say no Great to question. something like that <laughs> yeah um and she's like yeah it'll be like you know your accommodation's paid for the training's paid for just you know if you can get yourself there we can cover everything else basically and I was like oh my gosh this is insane <laughs> like why is this happening to me you know yeah um so yeah she's based in Melbourne actually as well so she came down to Sydney oh up to Sydney and um yeah, we had dinner and chatted and, yeah, I was basically like, yep, 100%, I want to do this. I would be crazy to say no to an opportunity like this. Absolutely. So, yeah, we were in Italy for about a week, which was way too short. I wish we were there for longer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, the course was two days and it was very intense. It was a super intensive two days, full on, you know, crazy course. I'm sorry if you can hear noises. My cat is going crazy right now. <laughs> right, I'm just like praying Douglas stays asleep. <laughs> He's right behind me. <laughs> oh, it's hard with an only child, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> She's, he's like, why are you not giving me attention? Um, so, yeah, this two-day course was just super intense. Like the first day we were there from like, I think it started at like 9 or 9.30 and it was meant to finish at like 6 or something. We were there till like 11 p.m. that mm. first day. Oh it was full on. So, yeah, so the um, person that was teaching the class, her name's Tatiana. She's one of the co-founders and owners of Inlay, which is an Italian company that is mainly famous for their lash lift products. But yeah. they also have like brow lamination and waxes, basically anything you can think of they've got. But, yeah, so she was teaching the course and she's just so particular. Everything has to be perfect and immaculate and precise and just yeah perfect so and I love that yeah I love that I love an intense you know full-on sort of thing and I mean I went all the way to Italy so <laughs> I wanted it to be good and get as much as I could out of it you know so it's very intense but I learned so much and so much that I'm excited to you know be able to bring back here and not only do all my clients but eventually teach other people as well yeah um but yeah so it was amazing and got to see Italy as well while we were there and yeah it was just absolutely amazing like one of the best opportunities I've ever had in my whole life it was amazing that's it just it looked amazing and I mm -hmm. just yeah when you when you told me about it a few months ago before you went yeah I just like I couldn't think of anything anyone more deserving honestly like I know <gasps> you say so nice I know you you kind of threw in a couple of comments there like you know you had that kind of friendship with Alex and mm -hmm. kind of fell into your lap but there is a hundred percent a reason that you asked like you wouldn't have been asked if you didn't deserve it and you weren't this inspiring business owner who has incredible talent as well like you just you're so so deserving of it so thank you so much Emma. that's so nice <laughs> very excited for you and I'm excited to see all of these like new things that you're bringing into your business now from from the the training. Yeah, it was so inspiring. And like while I was there, I just was having all these ideas for my business and you know for future projects. And it's just, yeah, it was just inspiring overall to like be somewhere else and learn from people and make good connections. And even while we were there, like um, Alex and I got like a little private tour of their 
headquarters and their warehouse and, you know, see the things that are behind the brand and yeah, just meeting someone that's like an industry leader like that. Like for me, it was like, I don't know, if you love tennis or soccer or like a sport and you meet like one of the top soccer players, like that was like, that's like what it was for me. Just meeting someone that's got this incredible, massive brand and just being able to like pick her brain. And yeah, it was just, it was just the best. Yeah, it's so uh, so amazing that they welcomed you in as well. Like they that they had that opportunity to kind of bring you around. Yeah, totally. It was really really cool. Now you have, I mean, all of those kind of amazing opportunities and the things that you have accomplished. You know, in the last twelve months in particular, since I have known you. But what do you think has been you know the hardest thing you've faced so far? It hasn't all been sunshine and rainbows. <laughs> Absolutely not. Oh my gosh, being a business owner is so hard. Like. I'm lucky I love what I do because like I said, I would have given up a long time ago, but I am just so passionate about what I do. And like at the end of the day, I love having my own business and like the perks that come with it that I wouldn't give it up for the world. Yeah. But in saying that, like you said, it's not all sunshine and rainbows. I think like the logistics of actually like owning a business and being a one woman show is really, really hard. I get so easily overwhelmed and stressed about things <laughs> because I'm sort of a perfectionist as well. I if things don't go exactly the way that I had planned in my head. I find it really hard to, like, you know, deal with that. Yeah. But I'm learning. Yeah. Um. But yeah, just the logistics of having a business and really knowing what I'm doing. Am I doing the right thing? You know, you're doing your social media. You're actually working on your clients, your admin, booking people in, tax, like a million different things that you've got to do. Yeah. Um, so that's really hard. And like balancing that with normal life is still a struggle for me, but you know, I'm getting there. But yeah, I've come to realize like nobody actually knows what they're doing. <laughs> we're all just, we're all just doing our best, taking it step by step. I was um, seriously just about to say the same thing. I'm like, yeah. girl, like none of us have any fucking idea what we're doing. Literally, <laughs> none of us know. Like we're all just pretending that we know, but we don't. Yeah. <laughs> So I've just come to learn that, you know, through the ups and downs, it's like, it's just all part of the journey. Um, And like I said before as well, like the lockdown and just the whole pandemic in general has just been something that's affected my business massively. Having no work for months and like as a business owner, you rely on having work to make money and just not being able to do that was really hard. And in that time, I guess I struggled a lot with my mental health. Yeah, And it's not really something that I've talked about a lot with many people at all, but I think it's something that a lot of people can relate to, like listening to this. But yeah, like lockdown affected so many people in so many different ways. But like as a business owner, it was just, look, like I, unfortunately, working is like one of my hobbies. (laughs) Like I love, love working and not being able to do that. I just, it kind of felt like I was failing and Mm. I felt like I wasn't being productive and I felt like I wasn't doing what I was meant to be doing. So that was really hard. And just like the uncertainty of every uncertainty of everything was difficult to deal with. But yeah, I just had to realize like, this is out of my control. There's nothing I could really do. Like I can't open my business. I can't open my business. That's it. You know? Yeah. So like looking back now, I can actually see that this whole thing was like a massive blessing in disguise because after lockdown, my business has boomed and it's been busier than ever since like lockdown ended. Mm. But probably since I've started, sorry, since then has been when I started being booked out. And I really tried in that time, even though it was hard and like I was having a mental breakdown almost every day, <laughs> I was trying to still be innovative in my business. I tried like, I got a bunch of products to stock and I started pushing that really hard on my social media um, so I could make money that way. I was trying to like build my online community and just show like my day-to-day life. And I guess that brought a lot of people to my audience and like clients and other business owners and stuff, which was really fun. So yeah, even though it was 
a really hard time and probably on social media it looked like I was just being super productive and having a million things to do and you know hustling hard and all that kind of stuff like it was really hard there was like almost every day like I said I was having a mental breakdown and feeling like I couldn't do another day but yeah just push through I guess yeah and now the you know there was a light at the end of the tunnel and we're out of that now thank goodness and yeah it's all been a blessing in disguise I guess 100% and I really am glad that you mentioned that because you know when we were in lockdown last year I know it was quite frequently that you did tell me that you were struggling quite significantly with your your mental health and your anxiety Mm -hmm. and I guess I just wanted to know like how how are you going with that now like as someone who does struggle through anxiety what advice can you give other business owners who may go through the same thing you know outside of the pandemic and outside of everything else like how do you find that you are coping now mental health in general like is still something that I'm navigating and like learning to cope with and I think yeah everyone in some degree struggles with their mental health and like it takes effort to feel balanced and feel like you have a healthy mental state yeah for me like the main things that have really helped firstly it's been like having a good support system and you know this is going to look different for everyone but for me it's been Ethan my husband because I know that I can always talk to him when I'm not feeling great mentally or when I'm doubting myself or when I'm having, you know, these feelings of, oh, I just want to give up. Like, I just don't want to do it anymore. He's kind of the person that can sort of calm me down and bring me back to earth and remind me of like, you know, all these awesome things that I've had the opportunity to do and, you know, all these clients that have been happy with what I've done with them and blah, 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 like all that stuff. Whether it's like a partner or a friend or a family member, or like I don't, even like someone in the industry, an online friend that you can have that you can talk to. Like, I just find that really, really helpful. Because, like, sometimes when you're in your head so much, it's really hard to get out of it if you're alone. Yeah. So I find having someone to sort of talk to is really, really helpful. And I guess going back to something that I mentioned before as well is just, like, just focusing on your own path and not comparing yourself to what other people are doing. And just remembering, you know, like, this is your journey, this is your story, and it's different to everyone else's. It's not going to be the same as anyone else's. Um. So, yeah, I I find that mainly my anxiety and, like, overwhelm and stress comes from me comparing myself to other people and feeling like I'm not doing enough and that I need to be doing more. And then I put a thousand things on my plate and, you know, it's not manageable for someone to do that many things. So, yeah, I just find just really going back to, like, the whole social media thing, really curating your social media feed to be following people that really inspire you and make you want to be better and that you can learn from. And I've been on, like, a massive unfollowing spree lately which is, it's not mean. (laughs) There's nothing mean. No, I love it. I do it all the time. (laughs) Yeah, you need to do that because like as a business owner, like half of your work is on social media because that's how you advertise. That's how you connect with your audience, your clients, blah, 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 all that kind of stuff. So yeah, while you're on there, like just make sure it's a space where you feel inspired and not brought down, if that makes sense. 100%, yeah. You want to, you want to, you know, put things in your field of vision and your and your energy that are productive and empowering rather than, you know, that comparison. Absolutely. And I think also having a balance of like life and work, it's so important to me to like take time off. Yeah. Um and just kind of forget about my business for at least a day or two a week because like I said, I love working and I could always find something to do, but doing that just doesn't help <laughs> with my mental health. So I need to take a day or two off a week to sort of renew myself and refresh and just kind of balance myself so then I can come back stronger for the next week. Yeah, for sure. I think I think one of the important things that I'm pulling from the way that you feel and how you cope with your anxiety and your mental health is that you you seem really self-aware of why you do feel that way and why mm. you have that 
overwhelm because you put so much on your plate because of the comparison. And what are the, you know, I I feel like a lot of people, especially, you know, those in business or just starting out in business, if they are feeling that anxiety and that overwhelm, it's not so easy to be self-aware of why you feel that way and why Mm. you've kind of drawn it back. You know, you feel overwhelmed and you feel anxious because you have loaded up your plate because of the comparison. How did you come to be so self-aware of, you know, why you feel certain ways? Because I feel like that's so important is understanding why you're at that point and changing it. Yeah, actually not too sure. I mean, I feel like I'm quite a self-aware person just like in general. I don't know, yeah. it's just like my personality. I feel like I notice everything that I do and what other people do. I'm just like very hyper aware. <laughs> um, yeah, always on high alert. <laughs> No, I don't know. Like, I just guess, I guess, like, taking time away from my business gives me time to reflect. So I'm kind of able to realize any patterns that sort of happen. Yeah. So, for example, I, I've noticed that, like, if I'm on my phone a lot, going through social media, mm-hmm. I don't feel so good and I don't feel so inspired. But when I take time off, that's when I feel more motivated and inspired and, like, feeling like a boss. Yeah. Um, 100%. I feel exactly the same way. Yeah. It just, there's something about just, yeah, taking a step back and just doing your own thing for a bit that you're really able to just be more creative, be more yourself and yeah, just feel more motivated and confident about what you're doing. And have you always been that way? Like, have you always been self-aware or or do you have kind of tools that have worked towards getting you that way? I think I've always been quite self-aware, but I would say that writing things down like journaling or getting your thoughts out in some way like that is really, really helpful. For me, I like to journal. I wouldn't say I'm so into it now. I, about a year ago when we did our journaling challenge, that was like actually one of the most helpful things I've ever done in my life to help me like <laughs> figure out what I'm feeling and why I'm feeling certain things. Yeah. Um, it was so, so helpful. So journaling is like a massive thing for me. Um, and also just like either depending on what you believe in, like prayer or meditation, things like that really, really helped me as well. Yeah. Um, to sort of just like sit with feelings and kind of like explore a bit more why I'm feeling certain things. Yeah. But yeah, just like self-reflection in one way or another is is really, really helpful. Yeah, I love that. And you mentioned that, you know, you have Ethan who you go to when you do have the days where you're just not sure or you don't want to do it anymore. Do you still have those days? Absolutely. I literally have them all the time. Like I had it like a week ago. <laughs> <laughs> like it's just that I makes me feel it. good because I have I've had it recently too. <laughs> yeah. And it's like you see all these people and you're like, oh, my gosh, this person's thriving and they're always doing so well and they're confident and they, you know, they know what they're doing. But behind all of this, you know, that you see online or that you hear people are doing, there are these breakdowns and there are these moments of self-doubt. Like it just happens to everyone online. Like we just see everyone's best day, everyone's best work, everyone's biggest achievement. Yeah. And not everyone is posting them crying on the couch because they just want to scrap everything and give up, you know. Yeah. We don't see that. But I think everyone struggles with that. Like it's just... It's just part of part of the journey. But um yeah, I've just learned that in those moments I just have to get out of my head and take a break for a bit, like I said. You know yeah. that that's your call to kind of take that energetic space. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I love that. So going back to where you were, you know, twelve months ago when we first met and you had all of these this vision for your business, but you were stuck in lockdown, not able to do anything. <laughs> Yeah. What do you wish you could tell that version of you about, you know, where you're at now and all that you've achieved? It's actually so crazy to think like everything that's happened in the last year. Yeah, I know. Um, but honestly, I would just tell myself that, oh my gosh, why do I want to cry? 
Um, I would just tell myself that like everything that I want to achieve is hundred percent possible. Yeah. And you know, like a year ago, I would close my eyes and like imagine what I wanted for my business, and most of that has happened or is happening now. And that's just because I've stuck to my vision and I've just kind of focused in on those goals. And yeah, just I would just tell myself like anything you want to achieve is possible. That just makes me so excited as well for the future because now like I have you know new goals and new visions for my business and yeah and you have proof that you it is true exactly and i have proof that i can make anything that i want happen yes. so yeah I'm just saying anything, <laughs> and it, it sounds so cheesy and i know that like when you're sort of you know in those moments where it's really hard and you're like Man, like everyone else is doing so well and i'm just you know I, I don't you don't feel like super fulfilled in your business but you have all these massive dreams and massive goals like it's so hard to hear like you know like you'll get there everything yep. you want like it's possible like it's really hard to hear that because you're not there yet but and once you, just, you, you don't listen to that stuff like anyone can tell you anything but if you're in oh, that yeah. mindset like it's just you're not going to listen exactly but once you get there like it's just I can't say enough like anything that you want to achieve and like this is only the beginning for me I've you know I've got so many massive massive goals that I want to achieve and it might not be in the next year it might be in the next five years but I just would say to anyone just keep working on it. if you love something just keep going there's going to be hard times 100% but once you achieve certain goals like you'll look back and just be like wow I can't believe the way things worked out I can't believe that I've got here and it'll just make you so much more excited for the future yeah absolutely and so what what are those can you give us a little hint on uh, what those goals are (laughs) yeah absolutely so at the moment I'm working on an online training platform which I'm super super excited about it's something I wanted to do for about a year or so so my first class will be in lash filler which is what I learned in Italy so it's a lash lift but the system that is produced by inlay is so amazing I love their products so much it's able to help nourish your lashes and help thicken them by up to 24% in three treatments which is so amazing so I'm yeah I'm super excited to teach that so that's going to be my first class um, that we do online Um, and I'm going to be including all of the tips and techniques I learned in Italy and I'm going to be bringing all of that to anyone who wants to learn like I said I've been doing this for three years I've been doing lashes for three years and and something that I've over the three years found sort of difficult to navigate because there's so many factors in like creating a beautiful lash lift yeah Um, and I feel like it's just one of those things that's some people just give up on because it's like, oh, this is like tricky. And like, you know, after two weeks, the lashes go frizzy or why are they like not lifting? Or, you know, there's just so many like troubleshooting things that I guess everyone struggles with. And I've struggled with over the last three years, but I just kind of want to bring everything that I've learned um, into one easy accessible class for everyone. Yeah. And yeah, I'm just, I'm so, so excited. Like I can't wait for people to learn from me and yeah, I can't wait to see what people do with what I bring to them. Cause I think it's going to be just amazing. I'm just super, super excited. You can probably hear. <laughs> I'm so excited for you as well. I'm like bursting with excitement. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be massive and it's going to be, yeah, it's just going to be amazing. So I'm yeah. super excited for people to get their hands on it. Yeah. Oh, I love that. And if you weren't a um 10 hour drive away, I mean, I, I'm still considering it, but you know, <laughs> Just a little road trip. Yeah. <laughs> I would be there every, what do you get, the six to eight weeks? Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're, no, your work is amazing. And I honestly, like for the for the Sydney spray tan social, I'm like as soon as I lock in a date, I'm going to try and come and get to, get to you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Please do. And I've seen your the tanning social thing. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I want to go. That looks so yes, fun. You have to come. <laughs> yeah, it looks awesome. So, 
I hope I can come even though I'm not a spray tan artist when you come to Sydney. Just come for the business side of things. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and to just have a drink with me. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited for you, Brenda. You are just have been an absolute delight to watch over the last 12 months. And I just, I can't believe, you know, 12 months ago, I mean, you were in lockdown, so that's one thing, but the place you were in and, you know, the things that you were saying to me about what you wanted to achieve and the vision you had for yourself and your business and Mm. where you were with your mental health, like I just, I cannot even describe to you like it's just been so incredible to see what you've done thank you so much yeah I feel like I'm in a much better space now um like mentally and just yeah just pushing through all that difficulty has been hard but now that I'm in a better place it's just you see so much hope and you're like oh my gosh yeah the wheels are turning things are starting to happen and it's just it's just really exciting so yeah I love it I'm very proud of you thank you (laughs) (laughs) and thank you for coming on the podcast it was an absolute pleasure to have you on I think so many people would just feel so inspired by you and what you have achieved so thank you so much thank you so much for having me it was so fun (laughs) no problem I'll see you in Sydney all righty see you here Thank you so much for listening. You have no idea how grateful I am that you are here. If you loved this episode, the best thing to do would be to share it with a friend. Be that person who encourages others to step into their power too. Make sure you are following on all of the platforms listed for you in the show notes, subscribed on Apple or Spotify, and in the closed Facebook group community too. And I will chat to you next week.